So no one cheats because it's a great idea. Even when she, even when people cheat in relationships, no, no man or woman who's cheated goes, I got a great idea. <laughs> I'm going to jeopardize my marriage. Like nobody does that. <laughs> they do it because they need to do it. Something's missing. Something's missing. And, and, and they got to go, they got to go find it, whether it's a relationship with a person or it's drugs or it's out, something's missing. So whenever you cheat on a diet, the guilt that comes with it is way more severe than the treat that you got when you cheated. Yeah. Way more severe. Hi, my name is Cherie and this is Life is Cherry. Hi everybody, welcome to Fitness Friday. I'm excited to have a fun chat today and I wanna just kinda jump into what we're doing, but hopefully your Friday is amazing. Um, But I'm gonna have a chat today with Coach Idris and I just want you to know a little bit about him. So here we go. Coach Idris is a National Academy of Sports Medicine certified personal trainer with 25 years experience. Adris specializes in women's fitness through NASM. He is a nutritional counselor, certified EMT and LVN. He has worked helping hundreds of clients from high school to professional athletes and housewives to CEOs of companies to achieve their weight loss and fitness goals. He is the former 2002 Mr. USA bodybuilding champion with 20 years of competition history, an Air Force military veteran where he served in Desert Storm as a combat medic. Hello, Coach Idris. Raise the roof. (laughs) God, I'm looking at myself. I look old. I got to shave this beard. I'm starting to look my age. I don't like that. That's what my husband does. He has to shave his head just so he doesn't have that gray. I, I don't mind. See, I don't mind getting old. I just don't want to look old. Right? <laughs> Especially when you don't feel old. You don't want to look it, right? I don't need to look it. I'm okay getting old because if I stop getting old, that means I've died. Okay? So I'm okay. So I'm okay with the getting old process. I just don't need to look it. Yeah. I've actually had gray hair since I was 18. So gray really? hair never scared me. I am actually a redhead and I went blonde because it was easier to take care of. So it was easy to hide the gray. Yep. <laughs> it's one of my secrets, guys. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't have that option. Okay. <laughs> this one started going to gray like 34, 35 and it's been just going there. And I never actually grew a beard till I was like 51. I could never, I would get little goatees, but I never actually grew. Yeah. So so now, even though I grow it, I don't like it getting too bushy. I, I don't want to look like Grady from Sanford and Son. You know what I'm saying? So I to... In the beard, it's not so bad. The gray in the beard looks actually good on men, I think. My husband has gray in his beard and I like it. So. it, it and a lot of people say that, but it's not, I don't really judge it that way because I don't, I don't judge my, like, you know, I don't judge my, whether I'm attractive with it or not. I just yeah. think I look older with it. Yeah. <laughs> that, I, that I definitely look at. I'm like, okay, you you look older with it than without it. So keep it trim at least. <laughs> so we have a fun topic today. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna talk about you know women and, and, and cheating and you know what what we what what we notice and what I notice as a trainer, as a coach. Um I'll be and, honest you know, with you, this has been probably this last week. I actually have to admit, this is my first week where I cheated. So I am on this spectrum as well. And I'm glad that we're talking about this because us as women, we all cheat. Um, as men. And, and, cheat, and it's know? something that it's something that I've experienced when I was training, competing for shows. I cheated. It's in and you know, we said women to get women because women don't like nobody to call them out on nothing. And I just and I love doing it because it makes y'all mad. <laughs> I know, I I get it, I get it. I it's been a struggle for me this last week though, actually. And I think that for me it's been because I 
I think I'm just getting so close to where I want to be that I keep feeling like, oh, it's okay to cheat here. It's okay to cheat a little bit exactly. here. That's exactly why. That's exactly. I'll give you an example. Okay. And 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 ladies, the reason that we we're, we're pointing to you is because we're talking to you. Okay. A lot of times, you know, I was telling Sheree before we got on, is when I, you know, will say women this, women that, women this. It's, it's without a doubt, some woman or two, doesn't usually not a bunch, but it, it's always one or two. You know, there's always one or two, right? What about men? We're not talking to men, we're talking to you. <laughs> okay. Men got their own problems. When I did when I address men, I'll say, men, you cheat. And I won't be telling them that, and they can't point to you. <laughs> they don't get to, you don't get to escape, you, you don't get to absolve yourself of your mistakes by pointing to someone else. Okay. Yeah. You know, the reason that, you know, I was able to have success in any walk of life is when I'm honest about the things that I'm not doing correctly. And once I once I'm honest about it, I do something I can do something about it. And until you do something about it, you're going to keep repeating it. Yeah. So um, I had a client this this weekend that did that. I've had clients I've had. I expect I would tell my clients, you think I thought you weren't going to cheat? No, I'm waiting for you to cheat. I'm just I'm just, I'm just looking. <laughs> I know. Because, and I actually didn't even tell you what my story was. And so I kind of wanted to surprise you with it. But this has been a hard week for me. It really has. And so and, and, that, and that's real. Yeah. And that's real. That, that emotion you're having is real. And here's the deal. It's normal to want to change up what you're doing because it gets monotonous. Okay. Yeah. It just gets monotonous. The foods that you eat to get in shape, they may taste good, but they don't satiate you like the cheap foods do. Cheap foods satiate yeah. you. So no one cheats because it's a great idea. Even when cheap, even when people cheat in relationships, no, no man or woman who's cheated goes, I got a great idea. <laughs> I'm going to jeopardize my marriage. Like nobody does that. Yeah. <laughs> they do it because they need to do it. Something's missing. Something's missing. And 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 they got to go they got to go find it whether it's a relationship with a person or it's drugs or it's out. something's missing. So whenever you cheat on a diet, the guilt that comes with it is way more severe than the treat that you got when you cheated. Yeah. Way more severe. Um with the girl this weekend who did it, she you know, she goes, she's like, I went to a barbecue and I had some oxtails. And now we just started, you know, a little over a month ago. She's making great progress. She's losing weight. She's getting stronger. She's, you know, she's showing off a little bit. She's like, you know, her mom, she can feel the muscles getting firmer, like, you know, like you were feeling. Uh-huh. She's like, I like this, you know. And her friend told her, oh, don't get too carried away. I go, get carried away. Don't listen to him. You get carried away. <laughs> You know, because she she has a lot of weight that she has to get off. And she's, yeah. you know, she, she's obese, okay, at this point. And this is important to her. So I'm like, no, if you're that high, people who get that high stay with the program. They stick to the program. Yeah. So I don't want I don't want her coming down at all. No. I want her to stay up in that hot air balloon as long <laughs> as possible. So yeah. so I said, no, I said, but here's the problem. And I and I was texting her, right? And I said, was it worth it? Right. And she was like, asshole, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, no, no, I'm not being in a it's on a text message. You you don't know what I what I'm really how I'm really coming off. I wasn't trying to be an asshole. What I was saying is I really wanted to know was yeah. it worth it, like legitimately. And she goes no. And I said okay. I needed to. I needed your answer because some people say yeah. Some people go no. It was worth it. I didn't want to hear yeah. Yeah. Because people that actually cheat and 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 they go it's worth it. They're going to cheat again. Mm-hmm. They're going to do it again. That's a problem for when I'm training somebody that I'm going to, this person's going to, this person's going to struggle. They're not going to be able to do this yeah. because you should feel like crap because you committed to something and you just went back on your commitment. However, you shouldn't beat yourself about the face and head because of it either. Okay? Wow. <laughs> you need to have a level head about it. Okay. So you should be like, no, I'm not proud of myself. I did it. It was a short-lived joy. And then it was regret. Like, man, why did I do that? I've been doing so well. And da, 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 da. And, you know, and that's how I felt when I cheated. That's the that's the best way to feel because you start doing it less and less and less. And pretty soon you've cha- you've made a lifestyle change. 
but yeah. it's all part of changing your lifestyle. No one does this and nails it from, from, from out the box. Yeah. No one does. So well, I think that's an important conversation to have. And that's why I love this topic because a lot of people look at me and because I post a lot of the successes that I have, a lot of the things that I have going right for me, because I want to motivate people. I want people to understand that they, it is possible for them to do, but I think this is just... the other side. I, I wanted this. I actually love this topic because people need to know that even though I'm showing all this great success, it's not easy. It is something that I have to really have the mindset for every day or else I cheat and I get depressed and stressed out and I'm a stress eater. So I had a little bit of stress in, over the past week. And most, most women are most, most because women, now you got to remember this about women different. I don't eat when I'm stressed. I don't eat, I don't eat anything. Really? I, I won't eat. I won't eat nothing. Okay. Like when I'm having a bad relationship or fight, I don't eat at all. Okay. Um, but women typically, because and it's just a traditional thing. What do, what do, what do, what happens now? It's not so much maybe now, but my grandmother and my mother, you, anybody walk in the house, you hungry? What you want to eat? You want to play? You could have just eaten. They're like, you want to eat? <laughs> it's like, if I'm hungry, I'll let you know. <laughs> so women are over the years, they bring joy by feeding people, by cooking yeah. a meal, baking something. It's just normal. So mm -hmm. we're used to, so women and typically are used to dealing with their stress with food. That's why most women, that's why a lot of women have high body fats is because of the ups and downs of life and stress and you're controlling it with food or you're dealing with it with food. I had a client, Kathy, that she had put some weight back on. We got her into the one, she had, she's 66, I think, 65. And she was like, you know, I've never seen the 160s. We get her into the 160s. She's at 169, 160, and next thing you know, she's back up to 180. <laughs> 190, I think she almost went to. And I was like, Kathy, what are you doing? <laughs> we, can't, we can't keep losing the same 20 pounds. Like, we should only have to lose it once. <laughs> and she's like, I know. She goes, but it's stress. You know, it's the stress is making me eat. And I go, the stress? I go, that's, I said, it's not the stress that's making you eat. It's you're dealing with stress by eating. Yeah. How you're dealing with the stress that's causing this problem, not the fact that you have stress, because we all have stress. Yeah. But everybody doesn't deal with it the same way. Some do drugs, some drink, some get into fights. Like, like a lot of people handle stress different ways. Yeah. You're using food to handle your stress. So it's it's understanding what you do when you're stressed, understanding that if you do it, it's going to cause you even more stress when you do it. So yeah. your stress doesn't go down by eating this stuff. It actually goes up. <laughs> okay. So when I said that to this, to, uh, to this young lady, I said, listen, um, I know I get it. I, come on. I've done it before too. I also know the emotions that came with it and I wasn't proud of myself. And yeah. that was worse. I said, so you got to understand. And I was in contest prep. My body fat was six when I did it. Okay. It wasn't 36. It was six. When you're 36, wow. when you're 30 and you do it, it has way worse, way worse um, re results than when you're 6%. When you're 6%, honestly, you gain a little bit of water for a, a day, a half a day, and it comes right back off. But when you're trying to begin a program and you resort back to foods that got you there, your body, that's what your body's used to. So as soon as you do it, it takes it all. She put on five... She was like, I'm going to be under 250 on Monday. You know what she was on Monday? 255. From, from one weekend of eating the wrong stuff. And that might even have been one meal. I'm not quite sure. But that's all she mentioned. And that was all I needed to hear because I know how much sodium is in that time and, and what she ate. Yeah. And it was like, now, and then Thursday, she's like, I, I st I'm still only at 252. And I said, see, one meal has you overweight four, five, six, seven days. And not to mention the scale, the psychology part of it is really the worst part. You got to now look at that going, what did I just do? And that that's a that's a stress. That's more stress. That's depression. We, we eat because we're depressed. We're depressed, so we eat. Yeah. Okay. We well, kind of what was happened to me is I, you know, I've kind of gotten into this rut where I'm like, okay, well, I enjoy the foods that I'm eating just like you were saying, but
But when they're kind of the same foods over and over again, I was like, yeah. hmm, I kind of, that kind of starting to look good, you know? And, Why not me? And yeah. so I went and I cheated and I had some of that yummy food. I mean, it was Father's Day, everything. My sister made her most amazing cake that she always makes. And I was just like, I just, I'm going to have a little bit, right? Well, then, you know what my brain did is I was like, okay, well, I had that little bit. It didn't really touch the scale. It didn't really touch anything. It, the spot. anything. it was fine. I didn't gain a lot of weight. So the next day I was like, we were going out with some friends out to dinner, actually to a concert. And I was like, oh, I, I, nothing happened yesterday. I'm going to cheat again today. And then that's where I saw the change in my results was definitely cheating the second day. And and then it makes you kind of depressed, makes you even more stressed. And you're like, okay, well, now I want to eat some more. So then I began to eat, eat a whole bag of popcorn with peanut butter and chocolate all over it. <laughs> yeah, it's a, myself. It, it, it snowballs. It, it wow. does. And that's why. And ladies, I'm having, and I, and I have a solution. Everybody's like this, but what do you do? I have a solution. We'll get to it. <laughs> I'll get to the solution. I'll get to it. Um, but, but this is something that I've, I personally experienced and I've dealt with clients for 25 years and, and I had to learn. This is not something that I knew. This is something I, I had to learn. How do I help people with this? How do I deal with this? Because it's not going to go away. It's always going to happen. So yeah. instead of just telling people don't do it, you have to have something that works. Don't do it. Doesn't work. Doesn't yeah. work. And it's because of the monotony. You just get tired. Like when I would compete and the show would be over, people would be like, so I bet you want to have a big steak. I'm like, no, I can have steak on my diet. I want to have something that is completely off my diet. Something that is completely... And I'm, I'm, like, all, I'm all ears. I want to know like, what you Pizza or donuts, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Which when I eat, we'll put on 10 pounds in a, in a day, okay? So... That's what I want when I'm done competing. I just want something completely different than what I've been eating. And that's yeah. how you felt. And that's how everyone feels. It's, it's, it's normal. Yeah. So the key is this. The way to, to circumvent that, the way to handle that is you got to be on a diet long enough for your body to, to start losing weight and, and, and get a process of losing weight. Soon as you get to the point where you're starting to go a little crazy, you have to plan what you're going to eat. And you have to plan how much you're going to eat. And that's all you do. Because now it's a plan as opposed to you just doing it out of the blue. Yeah, It's okay. part of the plan. So when I get people where they get to that point, I'm like, okay, on Saturday, you get to go out early dinner and just eat whatever you want. Now, this is not somebody that's been dieting for a, a month. But no, this is after a while. Because mm -hmm. here's the problem. And this is what I was telling her. Your body is used to this way. You see what happens in the, the biggest loser. You heard about a lot of those people that would put all that weight back and some. Mm -hmm. You can't lose weight in three months and your body go, oh, this is the new me. It honestly takes years for your body to change from a fat storing machine to a fat burning machine. Wow. It takes years. It doesn't happen overnight. So you have to get in shape. And then stay in shape, whatever shape that is. I'm not saying bodybuilding shape, but wherever you're trying to get to, you have to get yeah. there. And then once you're there, you have to live there. And now your body's like, oh, this is the new me. I yeah. burn calories. I don't store them anymore. I utilize So now, and not that you can't have joy along the way. It's just to be, it needs to be really calculated, really specific. You need to really go, okay, this is what I'm, like I had a lady call me once and she was like, I need more, I need carbs. I go, no, you don't. She was <laughs> like, yeah, I do. I go, you just need more food because what you're eating when you're done, when you eat clean, you finish eating and you're sitting there like, did I even eat? <laughs> <laughs> True story. <laughs> did, I, did I even eat? <laughs> when you eat carbs, they fill you. And you sit back and you unbutton your buckle. You're like, ah, whoo, that's Thanksgiving. That, you know, that's holiday eating, right? That, that's holiday eating. Mm -hmm. That's what most people grow up doing mm -hmm. their whole life. You know, the whole clean the plate stupid thing that people say, my mother taught me how to clean the plate. Really? Your mother? <laughs> was, your, was, your, was your mother like Rachel McLeish? You know, <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, I get it because I was the youngest of six kids. So when we got down, we when we sat down as a family to eat dinner, we were piling our plates like fully oh, because we oh. we didn't want somebody else to have more food than oh, we food, which is uh, horrible, like, which is a horrible habit. And is. then we get and then we get older, and people use that. They keep using that as their excuse. I'm like, I'm like, oh. don't give me that. That's not. You know how this is how lame that excuse is. Because I had to, remember people say lame stuff to me all throughout the years. And you gotta start having answers for these lame statements. Because because at first they would say it and I'd be like, I don't really know how to respond to that, but I know it's lame. I just don't know how to <laughs> so I had to actually come up with answers. So I so then I was like, because my parents taught me the same thing and I stopped doing it. I stopped doing it. Yeah. So like you can't stop doing it. So I go, really? So what you're telling me is everything your parents ever told you, you still do today. <laughs> uh, no. Okay, so why are you hanging on to this? <laughs> the truth is you just want to eat all that goddamn food. <laughs> okay. So that's what I mean by cheating. When women cheat, they they cheat with, with, cheat with an excuse that they believe is a valid excuse. And it's really not. But it's okay to plan and, and, and use... When I need something, what do I eat that's not going to throw everything off and make me feel the way you felt when you were doing that? Yeah. Because that's huge, having that lull in energy. I've been excited. Now I'm not so excited. I'm, yeah. I'm angry with myself. And a lot of people, <laughs> I was this weekend talking to Ronnie Coleman's wife, me, my, we were over there having Father's Day. And her girl, my girl and his woman, they just love hanging out with each other. And we were in the back hanging out, talking. I'm smoking a little bit, you know. And I, yeah, well, I'm like, and I'm listening to him. I'm like, now I see why y'all are best friends because y'all just high five each other's BS all night long. Oh, you're right. No, girl, you're right. No, girl, you're right. No, girl, you're right. <laughs> and then I come we along. We want our I'm girls, like, right? We want them to just always make us feel good. <laughs> and then I come along and I'm like, what in the world are you talking about? <laughs> that is so not right. <laughs> What are you talking about? <laughs> and I'm like, and then I'll I'll say the comments. Well, da 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 da, and blah 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 blah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they go, and I'm like, I said the reason you two are wrong is not because of anything other than y'all are speaking about how you feel about stuff. I'm just talking about the stuff. I don't my I leave my emotions out of it. <laughs> I may feel a certain way, but I'm I can still be wrong even though I feel that way. <laughs> yeah. Y'all don't do that. Y'all just high five each other, even if you just, yeah, let's just high five on that one, girlfriend. <laughs> so, so I, I had two clients like that. It was so funny, man. Anytime we talk, anytime we disagree, we ain't disagree on everything, but when we did, they were always wrong every single time. <laughs> and one day they're like, you're always right. And I was like, first of all, that's a lie. <laughs> I'm not always right. I go, but every time we debate, you're, I said, you're always wrong. And they started laughing. I said, I said because y'all talk about it from the emotional perspective, and I'm not using emotions. I don't care how I feel about this. The truth is, is this is not okay. <laughs> I don't care how I feel about it. <laughs> I may want it to be okay really bad. <laughs> it's still not okay. <laughs> and and a lot of women do that. You know, they they talk about. You know, they're politically correct with each other instead of honest. Yeah. You know, how do I look? Do I look fat in this? Mm -mm. Nope. You don't look fat in that. Nope. Not at all. <laughs> that is the one thing. It's kind of funny because I actually was just at this event and I was in the bathroom and this girl comes in and in the back of my pants, my um, tag came up in the back of my pants and was sticking out. She came over and she's like, oh, your tag's sticking out. I just wanted to let you know. Right. And just some stranger. And I was like, you and I need to be best friends because those Some are the people just won't say nothing. Because I want them to tell me what's going on that I need to fix, and I want them to be real with me. So a comedian <laughs> I did that. Love that. I love when somebody's brutally honest with me because if I have something big stuck in my teeth, I don't want to be. Please tell me. Anymore. Please tell me there's an entire broccoli spear <laughs> hanging out in my front grill. Please. <laughs> yes. How are you doing? <laughs> But I think, too, I mean, that emotional response, I mean, that's what you want that food for, right? Like, that's why I I was like, you know what? I know how that cake tastes, and I want to have that in my body because I know how it's going to make me feel. And, but that's, and that I was getting ready to say, the only reason we go for carbs is not because like, but people say they're addicted to carbs. And that is so not true. You're not addicted to carbs. 
the feeling <laughs> is that you're addicted to. Like nobody, people know cocaine and heroin and all this stuff can ruin your life. They all know that, right? Alcohol. So why do people still do it? If they know, if they know the end result is not good, and I can understand, it's different if a person drinks every blue moon or they do something only at, you know when they party once or twice a year. It's yeah. different. But when you decide to do it on a daily basis, you know where it's going to go because they're highly addictive things. Mm -hmm. Why would you do something that you already know going in is highly addictive? Because of the feeling it gives you when you're on it. Mm -hmm. Food, carbs make you feel a certain way. So we're addicted to how it makes us feel, not necessarily the fact that we're eating carbs. It's these make me feel this way. That's why people pick very specific things that they eat. Because there's a lot of different carbs. Fruit is, is a simple sugar. How come they don't, I just ate 10 pounds of watermelon. No, they don't do that. I ate a slice of cake. <laughs> okay. So you can get sugar other ways, but you're picking this particular yeah. one because this gives you the feeling, you know that feeling that you're going to get from this. So I had to get that under control. I was like, okay, you have a sweet tooth. When you get ready for contest, you gotta, you better control that because you ain't going to win any bodybuilding shows eating that stuff. It ain't going to work. Yeah. Bodybuilding is the only sport in the world where if your food is off, you ain't winning nothing because you yeah. can't show the your diet has everything to do with whether or not you can see the muscle and your training has everything to do with building the muscle. So yeah. you build it with your training and then your eating dictates how build, how the building happens and whether or not you lose body fat enough to see it. That's why they you, you can't. Everybody goes, oh, food is 100 percent of it. No, it ain't because if you don't know how to train, you can't build muscle. So it's not 100 percent. They're all equal. Rest, nutrition, and training all have to be on point to be successful at bodybuilding. Now yeah. you can do you can be off on one of them and take ninth. <laughs> you know, you can be off on one of them and just show up. Yeah. But if you want to actually win a title, you want to want to be the the last person standing, you got to have all that got to be in place. All that got to be right. Yeah. And you've got to understand all of that. That's something big that I've learned because I mean, I'll go to the gym and I'll see the same people at the gym and they don't have any change in their physical appearance. And that would be really hard to go to the gym and not see eight, any results. Eight out of 10, eight out of 10 people, 80% of the people that go to wow. gyms don't change, don't change 80%. And yeah. it's, and it's a, it is a myriad of reasons, knowledge. Most yeah. of it's knowledge. Most of it's knowledge. Mm -hmm. uh, I used to be one of the strongest people in the gym. Like I just met a guy, and he was like, you know, I'm frustrated. I was just at an IHOP on the way home. And he was like, I said, you, you compete? I'm trying this and that. And I introduced myself. And he's like, oh, my God, how are you doing? Nice to meet you. And I said, I, I can help you out a little bit. I said, you know, what's going on? He's like, well, I'm training really hard. But, you know, I've worked with coaches. Don't, don't take this the wrong way. But I've worked with coaches that don't they don't know is like they think they know. And I go, yeah, a lot of people, this is it. A lot of coaches out there only know enough to, you know, to, to train you. But when it starts to being more specific or the nutrition side, that's where they lack. Yeah. You have to actually spend years doing it and implementing it. And then you have to be able to analyze it and figure out, okay, what's going on when this type of person, when this age of a person, or she's a female, a male, black, white, endomorphic, like all of it comes into play. Yeah. Understanding estrogen, hormones, Injury, cortisol levels, like it's so much. <laughs> it's so much. It's so, people don't realize just how much stuff you have to actually know to be successful on helping someone change their body. So I said, look, we could work together. And he was like, I, I train hard and I'm, I'm pissed because I work my butt off and I still can't. And I was like, and I didn't tell him this at the time, but that happened to me. In 98, I was always, for years, always one of the strongest guys in the gym, worked my butt off. And I moved to Vancouver, Washington, and I was getting ready for Sacramento, and I was like seven weeks out, and I was like, here we go again. I'm I'm not going to look like the guy who's – because I never won a show. I always played third. I played second. And most people will be like, but that's good. I, I'm not a participation trophy kind of guy. <laughs> for you. <laughs> just showed up. I don't, I don't want to just – oh, I showed up. No, no. <laughs> I don't do all of that freaking stuff just to show up. I do all that stuff to win. Okay. When you work that hard, you want to actually win. Yeah. Ain't that a, ain't that a concept? So <laughs> um, I was like, dude, I, I'm not, I don't know enough. And I saw this, I met this guy and he had a black dude who was a heavyweight, a, ch a girl, I forget how old, what, what weight class she was in, but a, a female and a white dude who was a middleweight. And they all looked 
amazing. And I'm like, okay, you know what you're doing because these are completely different body types and all of them look amazing. Yeah. We need to talk. I said, would you help me? And he looked at my old pictures the year before I did the cow, the cow the year before. And he was like, you look pretty good. I go, pretty good. Ain't good enough. I ain't winning nothing. I'm just, I just look pretty good. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know enough. I just, I don't know enough. So he goes, all right. So he goes, um, I'm probably going to shorten your workouts and make them way more intense. And I was like, shorten my workouts. I got two kids at home. I'd love that. <laughs> Get me home quicker. <laughs> And he did, you know, and I was always, like I said, strong in the gym, worked my butt off, but I wasn't, I wasn't getting the job done. Yeah. And he, he showed me, he brought my intensity up. He showed like, when, like when we worked you and you were like, Ooh, he, he, he's the one who showed me that. And then he showed my workouts. Yeah. Showed me, showed me how important rest was. Then he found out I was carb sensitive to, to carbs. So he started changing my carbs. Seven weeks later, I went to Sacramento. Awesome. Two weeks, two weeks after that, I take fourth in the country at the nationals. So that's when I first realized, okay, maybe I can do this bodybuilding thing. Cause if I didn't place well, I was going to stop. I was like, yeah. okay. And this time also, this is the best I ever looked. So when I went to the nationals, I was like, okay, if I take 11th or 12th like this, then I just ain't got what it takes and I'm done. I take fourth. I'm like, Oh, okay. Maybe <laughs> I got something in. <laughs> and four years later, you know, at 2002, I went the whole thing. So um yeah it, it takes a while and you have to reach out to people who know more because you're never going to read it you're never going to read what what i've learned you and i going to read it anyway yeah. it's in there but you won't be able to pull it out you won't be able to extract it for you to work for you you're not yeah. going to go okay well a low glycemic carb let me try my low glycemic carbs and my you don't even know if you're carb sensitive let me, who was i talking to recently um they were eating I forgot what they were dieting on. And I was like, why are you, why are you dieting on that? I don't know. Okay. Then why are you doing it? If you don't know. <laughs> so really it's kind of like for you was your mindset and just the knowledge of having to make those changes for yourself. Right. Or what would you attribute it most to for your changes? Oh, what, what changes? What do you mean? Just your changes and being able to go from, the level that you were at to the next level, just kind of learning. That it was all, it was, it was knowledge. It wasn't effort because I was trying my best. Yeah. I just didn't, I just didn't know enough. I had no idea about low glycemic. I didn't, I ain't never even heard of glycemic index at the time. I didn't know yeah. about, you know, simple sugars and complex carbs and fibrous carbs and different proteins and how they work. And like peanut protein isn't going to build muscle and you know, when you eat peanuts, it's more about the fat than it is the protein. And like a lot of people say, oh, but it has protein in it. They think just because it has protein in it, you're going to build muscle. It doesn't it doesn't work that way. Um, that's why vegan training, when vegans, you know, bodybuild, their muscles don't look like a person that eats meat because vegan protein does not build the same kind of muscle and musculature that pro that meat protein builds. Yeah. It, it just doesn't. And and for whatever reason. It's just the, the way that the protein is made up. So, and everybody's body is different. Like, you know, some people could do a ton of carbs and lean out. I can't. Some people could do less cardio. I got to do a lot of cardio. I used to do two hours of cardio a day plus wow. my workout. Really? Yeah. That I had to do. My body does better with a lot of work. But it also I required a lot of food, which I don't like to eat a lot of food. I'm not a foodie. <laughs> so forcing that food down was hard for 20 years. I did not enjoy that part of it at all. Yeah. I do not like eating like that. I don't mind eating a meal. But like just now at IHOP, I had a, 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 a chicken chicken omelet with you know turkey bacon in it. And I put a little bit of hash browns in it. I only ate half of it. I don't even, I don't even, I'm, I, at half, as soon as I'm content, I stop eating. Okay. I never eat till I'm full. Ever, ever. I, I had to do it when I was competing because I was trying to put weight on. Yeah. So I had to eat all of that food. Um, but that was the day I said, the day I retire, I'm backing up off all this stuff. I'm not eating like this no more. So I haven't eaten like that in decades, you know, since 2007, 2008. But, um, but yeah, so, so when it comes to cheating, guys, it's normal. Don't beat yourself up because you cheat. Just don't get carried away with it either. And when you do, you need to plan it more. But if you're just starting your program, you gotta, you can't cheat. You have to stay on. Like I always use this as an example. Does AA allow people to have shots of alcohol 
on Saturday? Do, do they get a cheat day in AA? You mean they don't start off the meeting and just cheers and have a shot? Cheers! <laughs> All right. Tell me how your weekend was, Bill. <laughs> Hi, I'm Bill, and I'm a drunk right now, and I'm enjoying it. <laughs> Who wants to fight? No. <laughs> you don't get to cheat in AA. You don't get to cheat in, in drug and because that's your drug. Food is our drug. Yeah. Food is your drug. You soothe eating food. So that's a problem if you're using food for that reason. So yeah. how can I give you that if that's already a problem? Yeah. It just tells your body, keep it coming. That's why when you did that, you kept it coming. Yeah. Like when you yeah, did that. I wanted to keep doing it. And then I went again out to eat with my husband and I was like, hmm, this sounds good. Instead of eating, I ate some pizza, right? And I knew yeah. after those three days of cheating, I was like, I am not. It's. So I, I did this podcast one day a few weeks ago. It was the joy versus happiness. And I think it kind of plays in the same way where I've learned that happiness is an emotional response, right? So having those foods that I was eating, eating those foods was giving me the emotional response, just like what you were saying. But really the real joy that comes into it is being able to see the results that I've seen. I'm really proud of what I've been able to do. And when people get that feeling, when you're actually doing your workout and eating the nutrition that you need to eat and you see those changes, that response, that joy that you get out of it is very different than that, that happiness response, that emotional response from eating that food that's bad for you. And that's something that I saw clearly this week and knew that it wasn't something that I wanted to keep going and doing and going down that road. Well, keep this in mind on that podcast that you did about joy and happiness. Is it the difference between joy and happiness is, is happiness is fleeting. It comes and goes. Mm -hmm. Fulfillment is when you're joyful, that's all the time. Happiness comes. I, I always tell people like they'll be in relationships and they'll be like, but you seem like you were happy. I'm like, no, there's a difference between being fulfilled and having moments of happiness throughout your life. Yeah. Every, even bad relationships have moments of happiness. Yeah. I've seen people in horrible relationships, but they had a great vacation or they had a great dinner or they had a. So that's why a lot of people, when, there's, when, when they're in a bad relationship and it lasts a long time, people go, what kept you there? I'm like, you, you, every moment wasn't bad. Every moment's not bad. It's just that you have these good moments and then you have the bad ones. And what happens is this. It's kind of crazy. Same thing with the food. At first, most people in relationships, they start out joy, joy, joy. That's why like when I was dating, I would ask real hard questions early on. And a lot of women didn't like that. They were like, well, you're too serious, too quick. I'm like, no, I just don't want to waste another day hanging out with somebody that I, I, if I can't be with you for a year from now, we don't need to see each other tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> Listen, I'm too old. I don't got time. <laughs> so so what, because what, what people normally do is, is they get in relationships, and I did this, and they just they stock up all the fun stuff, right? And now you have all these great, great things that you did, all these great memories. And when things start to change and you start to realize this, maybe this isn't where I should be, you keep going back to those memories and those memories keep you there trying to recapture those memories. Yeah. And, and then after a while, the bad times start to catch up to the good times. And then the bad times start to pass the good times. And now you barely can even see the good times anymore. Yeah. And now it's just bad times. And that's when people usually, by that time, they're ready to go. And now it's time to break up. Yeah. And that's kind of, and that's, and that's what happens when it comes to cheating, when it comes to all of this. You know, you're doing great, you're doing great. All of a sudden, you cheat a little. And this is how people fall back in their old habits. They get close, they make really good progress. And this is what women do. <laughs> women do this all the time. I'm looking kind of good. Ugh, I don't really. <laughs> I can cheat on them now. <laughs> yep, that happened to me. That's what was happening this week. It's <laughs> not popping your collar. I had these two uh, uh, Mercy and um, oh, Araceli. Araceli. Sally and Mercy, two Mexican girls, friends of mine still, 20 years. You know, I love them both. They're great families, all that. And uh, I met them. I was living in Palm Springs and they like, okay, we want you to help us. And they look, they already look pretty freaking good to me. Okay. They were fine already. I was like, hey, look, 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 fine little hotties already. Right. But they wanted to lose 10 pounds to get in better shape. And I'm like, all right, cool. No biggie. So I start with them. They take off half the weight 
the first week. Half is gone, right? And then they both kind of get comfortable. And because I'll ask, how's your weekend? Oh, we went here, we went there. I'm like, watch what you eat. Watch it. <laughs> Had some wine. Watch the wine. <laughs> I don't get on. I tell people I'm not going to get on you all the time. I, I'm just going to remind you we we still got to go. We we still not there yet. Right? So one day she goes, Adrice, I can't get these last five pounds off. And I was like, Have another glass of wine. Anyway, and I, said, and I said it just like that. Oh, have another glass of wine. Anyway, you know how to poke it. Let's keep. And I told the other girl, Go ahead, give me ten. And and the other girl didn't say a word. She was like. Mm. She, and so, so, so Mercy's like, and she gets so mad. She's like, what are you trying to say, Idris? We're trying to say, you're trying to say we don't look good? I don't look, I said, hold on, hold on. She goes, I ain't that. I was like, hold on. I never said you look bad. You'll look good the day I met you. <laughs> you said you wanted to get off 10 pounds. You only got off five. I remember what your goals were. Just because you forgot doesn't mean I forgot. She yeah. was not happy. She got real cool. She was like pissed off at me the whole workout, right? <laughs> Next week, she comes back. Guess what? I lost three pounds. I was like, you did? How'd you do that? To spite me? Yeah, to spite you. I said, well, keep on spiting me. <laughs> if that's what it takes, and that's what it takes. <laughs> it's probably good to have a accountability partner, right? So that you can and we still, each other and let each other know. Still, we still laugh at that today. She's like, I know that was so funny. But but that's what happens. Like women will get and they, they start feeling themselves, which I love. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying don't feel yourself, but the job's not complete yet. Yeah. The other day I was flipping through the Facebook and they have the reels and, they, and somebody put a thing of Kobe and Kobe there was a series and they were up two nothing. The lake was up two nothing. And there's an, and he had this scrawly look on his face, you know, ready to answer questions. He's like this. And the, the reporter's like, so you guys are up 2-0, man. Why do you, what's up with the look on your face, man? Like why? He was like, it ain't over. He's like, yeah, but you're up two nothing. He goes, you have to win four nothing to win the title, not two nothing. It ain't over. Is it over? Okay. Then there's nothing to be happy about. That's how you have to think when you're doing this. Yeah. That's how, and, and when you compete, you 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 know what that feels like. Because you look great. Pros look like they can walk on stage four weeks from the contest. You have to be that ahead of the game. And then you can eat, They call it, we call it eating up. If you're in shape early, you don't have to keep dieting so hard at the end. You can actually feed yourself a little bit and fill out into the show. And then you pull your water and then you're ripped and you're full and all this kind of stuff. If you if you delay and delay and delay, it becomes really hard to gauge your, your your load. You can't fully get the nutrients in to fill the muscle out. But if you did it done early, you can. I learned that competing. Like I, I was like, I got to be in shape early. I got to be in shape. So think about that. Four weeks out, you're, you're in shape. You can walk on stage and you still have to keep it up. You have to keep doing two hours of cardio. You, and you already look great. <laughs> you already look great but you still got to do two hours of cardio you still got to do nothing you learn doing that and that's what a lot of you guys have never experienced you never experienced going to someplace already being where you want to be or looking really good and then continuing on something that you are not having I'm not saying you don't want to do but it ain't the most fun thing dieting right it ain't the, it ain't exactly the most fun thing <laughs> Okay, let's just be real. So so to keep like you say, I'm looking pretty good. Let me go out and do this. That's when you, you know, that's why I say you can cheat, you can do a cheat, but you need to plan it and you need to be very particular on how much of it. Like the one woman, she said she was hungry. I said, You need more food because you're not satiated, you're still hungry. So eat more food. Yeah. Because you know, you'll eat and you're like, God, did I eat? <laughs> like I so no, eat more of what you're eating. Then two weeks later, she called me again and she was like, I need ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, ice cream? I said, okay, then you need ice cream because there ain't nothing I can tell you that's going to satisfy. <laughs> but you're going to only eat this much ice cream. See what yeah, I mean? If you celebrate early, then you just kind of ruin it because then you set yourself down a path of like being mad at yourself, then you eat more. Oh, and, and that's why I tell all my clients, before you do something, tell me, I will... We can talk about it and come up with a, a 
an agreement. Okay, what you what do what do you like? I like this, this, this is now. Okay, what do you promote? Okay, well, do this much of this and do it earlier in the day and drink a lot. You know what I'm saying? And I can tell you how to get that in, satisfy yeah. that. It's it's just an itch that needs to be scratched. It's yeah. it's an itch that needs to be scratched. So when you so actually recommend for people um, when they come to you with that and they say what should I cheat with? Do you go off of foods that they like to eat, or do you say? I, hey, I ask them what. No, because I ask them what are you craving? Like, what is it that you need to do? Because everybody has a. Some people are salt people. Some people are sugar people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it ain't up. It's really. It's not up to me until I find out all the information. Like, what is it? Because sometimes people want to do it because they. You know, when you die, you get tired. You know, your mm -hmm. blood sugar is low all the time, so you feel tired. You feel low energy. So sometimes it's just they want energy. Sometimes I can satisfy that with fats. Okay. So I'm like, okay, let's just do fats and see if that does the trick. And fats don't make you retain water and it gives you energy. So that's probably the easiest way to get some energy without water retention. That's what bodybuilders use. We increase uh -huh. our fats when we get closer to the show because fats give you energy without water retention. Where carbs give you water retention. It gives you energy, but it also puts weight back on you. Uh-huh. So so it depends on the person. It depends on where they are in their training. Yeah. You know, if you're just starting out, no, you can't cheat yet. You yeah. can't because your body wants to go back there right now. As we're speaking, your body's like, give me something, give me something, give me something. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And it's going to run back. That's why I tell people, yeah. I, lost, I lost five pounds. I'm like, don't look over your shoulder because it's chasing you down right now. <laughs> That's right. Oh don't look. Don't look. <laughs> So and it runs way faster than you do. <laughs> so, like my mother one time, I called, it was so funny. Years ago, I call her and I'm like, what are you doing? I'm baking a cake. I'm like, what for? Me and my girlfriend lost five pounds. <laughs> I was like, well, you're about to find them again. <laughs> Look in the oven. Why? Look in the oven. Why? Because your five pounds are in there. <laughs> Maybe even 10. <laughs> so yeah yeah so, so true so, i've done that in the past i really have so i get it it's like oh i've done really good let's go get some ice cream <laughs> women celebrate with food I, you know i, and men, I and love men. to celebrate i love any reason anytime i have any reason to celebrate anyone i'm for it so and the women. thing is food comes along with that <laughs> So I'm like trying to find a different habit to get into where like even with my kids, like I want to do a celebration by going on a hike, going up to a high point on the mountainside and looking out over the valley. And how about how about go on a hike, burn a whole ton of calories and at the top of the hike, eat something. Yeah. And then hike back and burn it back off. How about that? How about use that cheat? Use it. That way it cancels. It cancels out. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's yeah, ways of doing it. That's what I mean. There's ways of doing it, but everyone's different. So I can't really give a blanket statement. It depends yeah. on who you are, where you are in your fitness. You know, if you're if you've been in shape for years, you can do things that somebody who's just starting a journey can't get away with. They can't get I can like people say you can get away. I'm like, I don't believe we're getting away with it. It's not like I need Twinkies in my body ever. Okay, so I'm not getting away with anything. Most most people associate getting away with it where you can do this and not and not show. But I'm like, yeah, but it's still in my body. This poison is still in my body. So I'm not getting away with anything. I know what it means to get away with it. You know what I used to do is I my pantry, I'd open up the door and I'd go inside and I would eat like my candy before anyone else knew that it was in there, right? <laughs> There was actually one time I was actually called bulimia, but anyway, we'll get to that later. <laughs> oh, my, my husband loves that's another, me. That's another podcast we'll get to. Yeah. <laughs> no, my husband likes to make fun of me for this one thing because I was trying to be really healthy. He knew I was trying to be healthy, but I bought these peanut. Oh no, they were peanut M&Ms. That's what they were. And I, it was like a big family bag. Right. So there was oh, this big, nice bag. Right. Plenty of shit, time to share, plenty enough to share with my family. But I had to go on this overnight trip for this youth thing that I was doing. And my husband calls me on the phone. He's like, where'd those peanut M&Ms go? And I'm like, um, I brought them with me. <laughs> I literally didn't want him to eat them while I was gone because I wanted them for myself. That I he's was like, like totally. he's like, so do you have a family we don't know about? <laughs> <laughs> you ever heard of baggies? 
I was so stingy. It was just crazy. But I was because I was eating so healthy that I felt like I deserved to eat them. Nobody else. Right. No one else. Because <laughs> they don't sell because they don't sell M&Ms where you were going. Right. <laughs> no, they did it. <laughs> They don't sell M&M's in the Walgreens by the hotel that I'm at. I don't... Exactly. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing, honey. They don't sell M&M's in Nebraska. <laughs> no, it, I, I, there's so many funny things with that. And, and, I, and, and I'm glad you're laughing because I don't want people to lose their mind and jump off the building because of it. You know, yeah. I, you don't know how many people I'm like, okay, back away from the edge. Back, go back in the window. Go back in the window. <laughs> Wow. We can fix this. We can fix this. I had a client. She uh, she comes back and I'm asked, "How was your weekend?" And she's like, "Oh, like my daughter, my granddaughter had a birthday." And and I'm like, "She's like, well, I had some cake." And I'm like, "Why'd you have cake?" You know, she's like, "Well, because it's my granddaughter's birthday." I go, "Yeah, her birthday, not yours." <laughs> <laughs> On your birthday, you get a slice of cake. <laughs> I go, there's always a birthday. There's always a Friday and there's always there a weekend. Is. You do know there's 52 weekends in a year, right? <laughs> you give me three months where there's not at least a holiday in there or a weekend, okay? Right? So, like, we can always come up with a reason to cheat. Always. Yeah. Birthdays. I was like, no, you get to have a slice on your birthday. And I go, and I guarantee you this, if your granddaughter knew you weren't supposed to have that cake, she would have told you. She goes, actually, she did. She goes, <laughs> she goes grandma, you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> My kids do the same thing to me. They're like, oh, you can't have this. I'll have it. <laughs> and I'm like, uh. <laughs> why, did I, why did I tell them? <laughs> little bastards. No, my little, my littlest one will like, because she knows that I'm eating healthy, she'll like take like a really small piece of candy. She'll bite it in half and she'll be like, here you go, mom. I just wanted to share with you. I'm like, okay, thanks. I mean, she makes it so I don't want to eat it, right? So... <laughs> Like mm, I'll pass. A little wet. <laughs> won't you do that with all my cheap food? Because I won't eat any of it if you keep doing that. <laughs> so so this is something that everyone goes through. Don't beat yourself up because you do it, but keep it under control. Don't get carried away. Um, if you just start a program, it's a bad idea because your body is not used to it, still craves it. It still craves it. And you you don't put on a pound, you put on five like she did. Like I could have done that same thing she did. I would not have put on five pounds because my body does it. My body's used to not holding on to weight. Yeah. I mean, I'm serious, but holding on to body fat because yeah. I don't, I, I've never been over. I mean, I, I've been under 15% body fat for most of my life. So I have to completely turn the other way and do another 10 years of not doing the right thing for my body to convert back. Well, not even 10 years. I could probably do it in two, but I'd have to fall off the map completely. Yeah. For my body to do that, even when I was injured and my neck was broke and I was and I couldn't work out for like three years, I didn't get I I lost muscle, but I didn't get bigger. I lost fifteen pounds. Most people get bigger when they don't work out. I don't. I go the other way because I don't eat because I I don't have a hunger. My metabolism slows down, and I don't just eat to eat. Where most people, where a lot of people do. So you got to know yourself. Yeah. You got to be honest. This, this is the part about when I, you know, I did a video called Why Do Women Lie So Much? I did the same thing. Why do women lie so much? What do you mean? Why do we lie? <laughs> and, uh, and then when they heard what I said, it was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and it was just lying to yourself, telling yourself something that's not true. Yeah. That can hurt you in the end. Like yeah. I have a weakness and that weakness is this. I need to acknowledge that. I need to say it out loud. And then I need to do something about it. So this doesn't ruin my life. Yeah. Like, like what, like what Susan said to me, cause we were talking about something and like the conversations I have with myself are, you think I'm mean to y'all. You should hear how I am to myself. <laughs> I mean, I call myself a, a bunch of, bunch of names, like, and they ain't nice names. And I'm like, look, you mother effer, you need to get your it together right freaking now. Like you need to stop because yeah. I'm not, and I'm like that. She was like, you say that to yourself. She said she goes, you say that to yourself? I'm like, yeah, I'm so hard on myself. And this, I do it for a reason. I don't like to do that. So if I do it and I go in hard, I make, I change so I don't have to do that again. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So I go in hard and going in hard for me makes me go, okay, I don't want to ever have that talk again. So yeah. I need to change this. So then later on down the line, 
if if something comes up again, it won't be like it was before, and it'll be a little more okay. Get back in track, get back on track. It won't be that. That won't be that stern of a conversation. Yeah. So you know, and I used to do that with everybody else, and I was like, okay, everybody can't handle it like you can. <laughs> <laughs> you can talk to yourself like that, but don't talk to other people. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I love that though. I love you just letting people know, you know, that don't beat yourself up about it because honestly, I think that's the hardest part, how to get yourself out of that mode. And that's where I was kind of heading is just like, okay, well, now I did bad yesterday. What does it matter if I keep doing that? Right. And I was kind of stuck in that depressive mode. And I mean, just letting yourself know that everybody's going to cheat here and there and it's normal it's, the it makes it even makes sense i mean if you think about it it makes sense i'm so tired of doing this that's like if you watch you know rom-coms all the time and you're like let me see an action movie <laughs> or you watch action movies all the time and let me see a rom-com yeah it happens all the time yeah but you don't beat yourself up for it you just do it right <laughs> same thing with this if you're if you're doing on your if you're on track and you're on track and you're on track and then all of a sudden you just like oh my god except when you're working with somebody who knows what they're talking about that's why you can contact me and be like look I need something I'm like okay well let's talk what what is it that you're feeling da, 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 da. and we'll go through it and then we'll come up together and here's the difference when I come up with a solution you do it with a free clear mind because I it's, I came up with it I always tell people. Let me be responsible for, for, let me take that off your hands. Yeah. The decisions you've been making poorly, <laughs> poorly making, let me take the, let me get those, let me take, let me take those off your hands. So yeah. now when you cheat, you're like, he told me I could do this. <laughs> it's, but I'm serious. It's freer because yeah. he's like, well, he said it's okay. And I've had a lot of people, they're like, he said it's okay, and then they'll do it, and then they'll see like, oh wow, I didn't gain weight. Oh my god, I, this is cool. And then yeah. they trust that there are there are ways of getting around cheating, yeah. which it doesn't just mess up everything you've been doing. It doesn't mess with your head. It doesn't put you into that depression, that depressive feeling, that yeah. shame. Shame is the worst thing that we can have. That's one of the worst emotions you can have, and that's where a lot of women go to, and that's why they don't tell the truth about stuff. That they're shameful about like their weight like <laughs> how much do you weigh oh, you don't ask a lady that question who cares like what is the what are you what's the big deal <laughs> yeah no i love that and i actually i love this conversation today because i mean everybody struggles with it and i think it's just important for people to know that it is something that everybody struggles with and that you don't have to stay in that mode that you can get out of it and i love Instantly. your advice and how you plan it out plan for that cheat day so that it's not an emotional response to something that you're feeling and you're not trying to fulfill something else that's going on in your life you want to make sure that you plan it out so that you don't ruin and get off track what you're doing so and then you just and then you do it and you just move on yeah you don't go oh i can't believe i did that and you don't do that because you planned it yeah you planned it i got when people get in really good shape I'm like, plan once a month, you and your husband plan a great dinner. Some place yeah. that you really want. I don't care what it is. Because like I tell people, you can eat, if you eat crap all the time, and then once a month you eat a salad, is that really going to change anything? <laughs> no. no. So if you eat like you're supposed to all the time, and then once a month you just go splurge, same thing. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. When you go have that, go to that Mexican, your favorite Mexican restaurant, and you have all that stuff, the only thing that's going to happen is you're going to have the worst bowel movement you've had in months. <laughs> you're going to blow the seat off the toilet. No one's going to want, don't go in there. Do not. <laughs> well, if that didn't get you to stop having cheat days, I don't know what will. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Idris. This was fun today. I love this conversation. I think it's one that should be repeated every now and again because I think we all struggle with it. So I loved it. I loved your advice on it. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay. Well, you have a good weekend. And I will. I will talk to you soon. Later, guys. Okay. So, you guys, thanks for joining us for this chat today. 
Um, some amazing advice today by Coach Idris. I mean, plan those cheat days, especially if you're going through stressful and depressing moments in your life and you're wanting to reach for those um, foods that are going, you know, that might destroy your diet or your nutrition plan. Um, plan it out and then move forward because there's nothing worse than getting in that depressive mode and letting food just add on to that depression. So love you guys. You guys have a wonderful weekend. I can't wait to show you what we have in store this next week with Coach Adrice. So you guys have a great weekend. Love you.